everyone, and welcome to the Wizarding Sports Network. I'm Austin Alfrey. And I'm Elijah Thomas. And this is your number one place for the American Quidditch League. Awesome. Well, many of you guys know that the preseason has come to an end. We're about so to sad. dive into week one, which I am stoked for. I cannot wait. And today, we're going to be tackling uh, some of these players that we want to see step up, see elevated to a whole new level, and we're going to take a peek into week one and see if we can make some early predictions on how those matchups are going to come out. Elijah, I've already seen your list, and you have some very bold predictions on who you think are going to win in some of these matchups this first week. I mean, you know sports seasons are always crazy. Everything's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen day to day. So uh, I, wanted, I wanted to go out on a limb and uh, you know make some bold predictions. He isn't out on a limb. He is out on a broom across a river. Okay, hey, that is look, what he is doing right you gotta now. You got to be bold. You got to have some fun. Uh, and you're going to be laughing. These are. Uh, I'm going to put some galleons on these, and I'm going to come out a whole new person. Wow. Okay, he is talking a big game. But before we get to those predictions, let's look at some of the MVPs we think are going to succeed. So, Elijah, who are your MVP candidates going into the season? All right, MVP candidates. Again, You've already said this. I might be a little crazy, but I've got some fun ones here. Number one uh, prediction, right? Ireland Tucker. Wait. Pittsburgh Wasp Seeker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Call me crazy, but this man is a legend, an absolute legend. He has the fastest recording snitch catch in the 2008, 2009, 2012, 2014, and 2016 season. I mean... It doesn't get any better than that. Absolute Hall of Fame. Wait, 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 wait. As you're listing these stats off, when was the last time he won fastest snitch catch? I mean, they're getting faster. Wait, 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 wait. When was getting faster? I mean, it's it's arguable, but And Ireland is not getting any faster. So listen to this. He was averaging eleven snitch catches per season over the last four seasons. Like, he is an absolute icon of a seeker. Games won by snitch last season. Four. Icon. He is an icon. Look, he is a legend. He is he an absolute is legend. Old. He is old. He does have he some competition behind him. Old. He's got Skylar Lewis right behind him, an up-and-coming seeker, some rookie pressure. It's going to give him some elevated uh, status to make sure that he keeps that number one seeker uh, position. So, Elijah, wait, hold up. Do you think he's going to play enough games to actually be an MVP candidate? I think that he's going to have that pressure to where he's going to play all of the games and be the MVP. He's going to make that rookie sit on the bench the entire time because he wants to keep his job. He's got that fire underneath his butt, and he wants to make sure that he keeps this status. I thought you cashed Ridiculous right there because that is a crazy first take. My prediction is the complete opposite, and I'm going to take this bet on you. We're going to find out at the end of the season because not only do I think that Skylar Lewis is going to take his position, but I think that by game three, game three. by game three, a Hall of Fame, that Ireland Tucker is going to play so poorly that they are going to switch out Skylar Lewis, and that will be all she wrote for Tucker. Okay, so do you think he's going to get traded? Do you think he's just going to ride the bench? What, what do you think? I think he's Ireland? going to finish the season riding that bench, not riding the broom, riding the bench. And then they're going to happily say, you know what? We're going to retire your robes and we're going to hang them up in the rafters and then maybe bring him on as a coach. Maybe, maybe he will come on as a mentor 
but he will not come on as a role model. Ah, that's a tough position. I mean, being in a Hall of Fame career, I mean, he is a very humble person, so he may take that bench spot, but I don't see him wanting to ride the bench for the season. But hey, all right. well, it'll be interesting. It'll all right, interesting. let's keep on going. Keep on moving right. it. Elijah, what is your next choice for MVP candidate? All right, next choice. Landon Wright, keeper from the California Shadows. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I, all right, that's that's pretty easy picking. One right of the there. better keepers out there. A 55 percentage uh, as far as unassisted save percent from last season goes. The playoffs were a little rough for him, all right? They were they mishandled a quaffle early in the game, caught their leg on a hoop, fracturing his leg. Like That is not the way you want to go out. An absolute travesty, not just to him, but to California's playoff uh, hopes as well. Like, it was just a really, really tough time losing him as their keeper. Mm-hmm. And he was unable to return for the entire match, and the game was determined by the snitch catch quickly by the Colorado Yeti. Like, it was awful. All right, so I just want to—I just want to look at this for all the audience out there. You have chosen first off mm-hmm. someone who's going to retire before right. the end of the season. Okay, and then you chose Landon Wright, who was the MVP last year. Right. Yeah. So you can see where I'm coming from. You're picking all the old dudes. I mean, MVP last season, and he wants to—he wants to win this cup. He wants to go out and prove that that leg injury isn't going to keep him back. I love a good underdog story. I love a good person proving who they are. These people are legends for a reason. I mean, yeah, we've got a bunch of young people out there, but these people are established. They know the game. They're already caught up to the speed. They have already proven themselves time and time again. These guys are incredible. All right. Well, let me guess. You're going to like choose someone who's already retired as your third MVP choice. Let's hear it. All right. My third MVP choice. Austin Alfrey. No, uh, it's, oh, it's going to be oh, Stella throwing that Ann shade Baker. at me as a retired player. I see it. I hey. see. All right. All right. Wait. All right. Sorry. What'd you say? What'd you say? It's Stella and Baker oh, from Tennessee, Tennessee. All right. Yeah. yeah. One of your favorites. I, I, I'm a huge Tennessee fan. All right. So tell me why a she, beater Stella Ann is MVP. She is an incredible, incredible beater. She averaged at least one broom removal a match last season that was impressive you can't get past her you cannot get past her not just like hitting them with a like not just hitting them but removing them them. that's impressive she's young she's fast and she's the strongest beater in the entire league i'm I'm just gonna go on a limb she is the strongest one out of the entire league and she's got a new partner in jack thomas from pittsburgh that they acquired over the offseason so she's set up pretty well to just continue to dominate this league you know what i i don't hate that pick i don't hate that pick there we go so you don't hate my picks yeah i went out a little crazy i want to hear who are your mvp candidates oh let me tell you who my mvp candidates are all right first one coming out of the gate i'm going with chicago tornadoes chaser aubrey young all right, so she was the reason that Aubrey, or that Chicago won the cup last year, okay? Came out hot, played out of her mind. Totally should have won the MVP for the tournament. Was completely gypped, but that's okay. That's fine. So she was the reason they won. She had an average of 10 goals during the regular season. 10 goals! And she had a 14-goal average during the playoffs. She completely popped off. What is she going to continue to do in this next season? Let me hear why you're rolling your eyes across the studio. Let's hear it. I think that Chicago 
got lucky with their cup win. Lucky? Lucky. Lucky. And I think that they are not a sustainable team. She wasn't on a sustainable pace. So I don't know. I mean, you know the cup uh, fatigue wears on you. I don't think she's got it in her to repeat an a MVP-worthy season two seasons in a row. All right, so you don't think she can string together what she ended the season with to what she's going to start the season with? No, I don't. Okay, no, all right. Absolutely That's, not. That is an interesting take, but I'm going to keep going because I got some more. All right, so, hit me. New York champs, mm-hmm. the keeper, okay. Malik Dre. I know, Malik a is a rookie. He okay. is a rookie, okay? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm 100% aware of this. He's a rookie coming from the American Wizarding Schools. He's won the House Cup for the last few years. Mm-hmm. He's set house records. He's house set records. school records. Not just house records, school records. Ooh. And he was, wait, wait, wait. I, I see. He was a member of the U.S. team during the last Quidditch World Cup, and he nearly stole that match in the quarterfinals, but they lost because of that crazy snitch catch. So he... Is has been tested. I know he has had some school experience, but he's also had some like world stage experience. And him coming into the American Quidditch League, it's going to be a game changer for New York. It's going to be what they need. And I think he's going to play a huge part in stopping some crazy goals that they honestly need that defense. Yeah, but here's the thing is New York, they need a lot of help. He was on the World Cup stage. You're completely right on that. But he doesn't have a lot of weapons around him. So like, how do you think that he's going to put on uh, MVP worthy with how New York is chugging along? Wait, so you don't think he has any weapons around him? Not as many as, you know, the MVPs or even more than the MVPs that I listed. Wait, so he has Chaser, he has like Katie Fields, he has Don mm-hmm. Gibson, mm-hmm. Raylan Barkley. You don't think mm-hmm. those are weapons? Not as good as he had at the World Cup. All right, no. now, of course, yeah, they're not World Cup caliber. This right. isn't a World Cup team. But, I mean, like, Skylar Holmes, he was an okay beater, but he's going to definitely help him elevate his game. And you know what? I think I think he's a leader. So I know— A I, rookie as a leader. Yes, because he has that experience on the big stage. Mm-hmm. Interesting take. I mean, hey, you like the young guys? It's okay. Like, rookie, you go for it. Like— if you think they're going to win the MVP, uh, I don't even know the last time a rookie won the MVP in this league. It is not looking good for my odds. It's I can not, tell you that. No. I don't think it has ever happened. No. Did you ever win the MVP? You know what? Here's a hot take. I think that Malik Dre is going to win more MVPs in his career than actual games that I played in the American Quidditch League. How's I mean, that for you? I mean, he'll definitely win more MVPs than I, I won. That's true. Uh, there you go. So, there you I mean, go. I'm just sitting here being a commentator, so... <laughs> Last choice. Hit me with it. MVP. I know. You're going to be so surprised. I already know it's coming. You you know what's coming? I know it's coming. What if I just say Florida Fire Eaters? Do you know what's coming? I I know what's coming. Who who is my last MVP choice? It's Chad, isn't it? It is Chad, the seeker from the Florida Mm -hmm. Fire Eaters. Now, Chad is a Florida native, left his Mm -hmm. central Florida home. He went to a 10 school up north, but he is so excited to return to Florida. And you know what? Those Floridians, they are coming around him and they are supporting him in a way that only the Florida fans can do. All right, so... Yes, he like he made some big highlight plays last year. There was a little bit of controversy in the semifinals <laughs> with Cheater. Chicago. He did not cheat. He did not cheat. Mm-hmm. They have that. The, you know what? The AQL board came out and they said he was free of any guilt. All the charges that were brought against him, he has. He he is not even on a one game, three game, five game suspension. He is on no suspension. Mm-hmm. He is coming to Florida 
brand new team and he is ready to take them on. This is most valuable player, not best hair in the league. So I feel like you have your opinion skewed a little bit. Uh, the incidental contact, I know that uh, a lot of people aren't over it. I'm not over it. It was a very iffy call at best. Um, I'm just going to say Galleons talk a little bit and uh, we'll, we'll see if uh, we'll see how long Chad can go. But hey, everybody loves Chad's story. Everybody loves Chad. He's a he's a fan favorite for a reason great hair great player um but that's definitely gonna be a, a mark a little asterisk on his uh his record if no. you ask me coming out mvp he's going to take florida i think he's going to take florida to the playoffs i don't know if that team and especially that coach has what they need to get them yeah. past maybe that first round playoffs but i think chad can really instigate some good change down there hey i mean your picks aren't bad i can see them all as mvps for their teams for sure but MVPs for the league, I'm not too sure. But hey, that's the fun of the preseason. That's the fun that, of the nights before the season actually kicks off is anybody can take it. That is there's, true. There's always that one player who just absolutely takes off in the season. So we'll see. We'll see at the end of the season. We'll revisit this, see how we got it right, see how we got it completely wrong, uh, as you say, when Ireland gets benched in week three. We can only um, hope. <laughs> but hey, it's going to be a fun season uh, nonetheless. Fantastic. Well, hey. We want to hear from you, so send in your owls, send in your requests. We want to hear who do you think is going to be the MVP for this upcoming 2023 season. Well, hey, up next after the break, we have a few other things of who needs to step up this year. We'll be right back right after this. Hey everyone, and welcome to Behind the Magic, where we get to just talk to you as us. My name is Isaac Kirstead. And I'm Nathan Doverspike. And we are so thankful that all of you are listening to the Wizarding Sports Network. This has been such a fun thing to do as friends, but also as fans and people who just love to create stories and love to create fun. Right, and if you're a sports fan, a Potter fan, or a TTRPG fan, Make sure you hit subscribe. Tell your friends about it. This is going to be a great place for new entertainment and uh, a fun take that we think uh, on a whole new kind of podcast. If you want to support the show, there are a few ways that you can do that. Check out our shop that is coming soon. We're going to have some new merch loaded up there very, very soon. So you can check that out, wizardingsportsnetwork.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram so that way you can check out any of the news. You can see the latest drops. And also, you can communicate with us because we really do want you to be a part of the show so if you have a favorite team if you have a favorite player you can find all of that information on the website you can comment on our hot takes you can say that they're awful send us a message and we'd love to interact with you without further ado we're going to jump back into the wizarding sports network This is the Wizarding Sports Network, your number one place for the American Quidditch League. I'm Austin Alfrey. And I'm Elijah Thomas. And next up, we are going to be looking at who we think needs to step it up this year. Oh, man. This is going to be a good one. I know. This is a fun one. This is always one of my favorite segments that we do uh, because it's not MVP. It's people who we see have a big room of opportunity to really prove themselves and really elevate their teams. 
for sure. And I love looking at the end of the year. This is always one of my favorite episodes, favorite segments to look back on and say, hey, how did this player do? Did this player live up to our expectations? And I'm really excited about these two players that we have picked out here. Me too. So go ahead. Shoot me with who you think needs to step up this season. For sure. So first up, I have from the Michigan Mastiffs, the Chaser. Ooh. Rachel Ellingsworth. All right. So Rachel, she has been amazing, honestly. She has been so incredible three of the last four seasons. Yeah. But last season, not so incredible. So just some stats for you. Last season, she only averaged eight goals a match. She was before averaging 12. That is a huge deficit in this league. Yeah. Like that is the difference between a less than average player and an incredible player. Okay, not only that, but this is contract year, Rachel. Contract years are always incredible or make or break. Exactly. So is she going to fold under the pressure or is she going to come out just blazing hot? And here's also some information. She has also been so outspoken. She has done interviews. She's even she came with us on the um, offseason and she was talking about how she deserves that big, fat, golden contract but rachel i've got some news for you you've got to back it up yeah if you want that golden check rachel you know we're fans of you great friends good friend of the show but you gotta put up the numbers in order to get the top contract in this league i mean contracts are getting more and more ridiculous every single year all the galleons are speaking but rachel you need to be back on track with those 12 goals or more if you want to be one of the top paid athletes in this league. Absolutely. So I think she has what it takes. Let's just see if she steps it up this year. Elijah. All right. Who do you have? All right. This one's a fun one. Okay. All right. It's Aurora Knight from the Las Vegas Leprechauns as the beater. Okay. Wow. She, she came over from the Finnish league. Yep. She was the top prospect from the Finnish league. And I think that Las Vegas is in a really interesting spot. Las Vegas is mediocre at best. And she has a huge opportunity to really make a name for the beater squad on that team. She has, she was one of the high draft picks. Mm -hmm. I mean, Las Vegas reached on her for for sure. Like she was a high draft pick. And that's, I think where a lot of the pressure comes for Aurora is, can she live up to that high draft pick that they went after her? And you got people like Stella earlier in the segment where we've got incredible beaters in this entire league. And so it's going to be really hard for her to do what she did in the Finnish league with broom knockoffs, with being able to really produce at the high level that she was producing. But we'll see. I think that she's a young gun. She's definitely going to have a lot to learn. But if Las Vegas is going to do anything, it's going to be because of her. I actually 100% agree with you. This might be the first time in a long time that I agree with this take. And I love how that we took very different takes. Like I took someone who has maybe had a little bit drop off in their career and is looking to make a jump back into the limelight. And you pick someone that's new and fresh. Hey, we actually switched. I took the, uh, I'm sorry, Rachel, not the older person. I took, Mm. I took the more experienced player and you took the rookie. Very interesting. Hey, I mean, MVP status, we look at those, and then we also look at the people who need to step up. I mean, it just fits that we switch in that, right? You are 100% correct. Now, I know you all are waiting to hear our matchup, but we have one more commercial break, and we will be right back with you right after this. Are you tired of unexpected magical mishaps ruining your day? 
Well, look no further than Dragon Shield Insurance. Their team of highly skilled wizards and witches specialize in providing comprehensive coverage for all your magical needs. From fire-breathing dragons to mischievous pixies, they have got you covered. Their policies include protection against spells gone awry, enchanted objects with a mind of their own, and even magical accidents caused by the clumsiest witches or wizards. Even those accidents on a broom during a Quidditch match. Plus, with their 24-7 Magical Emergency Hotline, you can rest easy knowing that help is just a spell away. Don't let the unexpected ruin your day. Choose Dragon Shield Insurance for the ultimate peace of mind. Enroll today and experience the magic of worry-free living. Welcome back to the Wizarding Sports Network. I'm Austin Alfrey. And I'm Elijah Thomas. And we are about to jump into our week one predictions. These are our head-to-head, who we think are going to win in these matchups. You're going to hear about the schedule coming up in this week one, and you're going to kind of hear what we think and who we think are going to win. This is this is the nitty-gritty. This is week one. Nobody has played anything. We can only go off of last season. We can kind of go off of what they did in camps, but this is it. Let's go ahead and run through the schedule real quick. Let's let's hear the first matchup. Up first, week one, we have the Florida Fire Eaters and the Washington War Wings. Ooh. Elijah, let me hear it. Ooh, this one's a tough one. Uh, Chad's coming back for Florida, but I think Washington's going to take this one. You Oh, you think Washington's going to take this one? I do. They've got they've got pretty good offense, and I just think that they have a little bit of an edge on them. Wow. Okay. That was not what I was thinking at all. I think that this is going to actually be one of the matches that Florida is going to edge themselves into the playoffs. Now, Washington, I think, is going to be a great team, mm-hmm. but I think Florida is going to just slightly have this edge in this matchup. I think Washington is going to be a fantastic team. Don't get me wrong. I think coming up in the next few games of their schedule, they're going to absolutely dominate, but this is going to be a close match. But I think Florida with Chad is going to be the deal breaker. Hey, early, early prediction. This could even be a game of the year. This one, this one's a tough game. It's a very close game. So it'll be fun to watch. I'm excited for it. Alrighty. Up next, we have Chicago tornadoes and the California shadows. Now, you know, I am a huge Chicago fan. Yep. I think I'm I might be jumping on this bandwagon because they finished the season last year. They're going to be hanging that banner inside their stadium. The it's going to be an amazing match. Plus, it's against California. Like California was right there on the cusp. Some they, of them This is a rematch. The they were the favorite to win the cup until, you know, everything happened. This but. is a rematch of that game. So, who do you think is going to win? I think it's Chicago. Let me hear what you're thinking. It's got to be California. It's got to be California, if not for solely the reasons why I gave why uh, the MVPs are going to be the MVPs. You know, it's just they've got to come out and win. Uh, they're going to prove themselves. Landon's going to come out and be the keeper that he is. So I think California's got this one. All right. Well, up next, we have Louisiana Lances and the Las Vegas Leprechauns. All right. Audience, we need some input here because we need to hear who you are thinking because I'm not going to lie. I this is a toss up if anyone actually scores. Like I don't have high hopes for either of these teams and they're just kind of I they're just not showing a lot of promise going into the season. If anything that these teams have, it's an incredible secret. 
Both these teams have great seekers. And so it may not be a high scoring game, but watching them chase that snitch is going to be probably the highlight of the game. Um, But I'm going to go with Las Vegas. All right. So here, question for you. Question for you. Hmm. How many times will the snitch be seen before it's caught? Just, I think that there's going to be four sightings. Oh, wow. Yep. So you think it's going to be either that close where they have to, like they're going to battle against each other and not be able to catch it or, do you think they're just going to miss it? I think that they're going to be battling. I think the beaters are going to come in clutch and knock them off their rhythm to where they completely miss the snitch. Um, so I think it's going to be a close one for them. All right. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right. Just a heads up. I actually think that Las Vegas is going to win this. Just okay. I need to hey, put my prediction in. On this one so I think, I think Las that. Vegas is going to win. All right. Next up, Houston Horsemen and Colorado Knockers. Ooh. I think this is an obvious win for Colorado. Oh, I really do. I think Colorado is going to come out strong. I think this might be one of the games that they actually win. I don't think that they are a elite playoff team, but I think against Houston, this is where they're going to come out strong. Houston doesn't have a great situation in goal. Um, so in between the hoops, it's, it's pretty rough, but in the same sense, Colorado has a pretty terrible situation going on with seekers. So, I'm I'm gonna give this one to Houston. Oh, I think that they're gonna get scored on a ton, but mm-hmm. I think they're gonna do just enough to get that snitch and pull out this victory. All right. Well, so when you said they have a pretty bad situation, I really thought you were gonna be at like chaser because no. their chaser offense is not looking good. I will yeah, admit yeah. that. But I think they have such a solid enough defense that they will be able to win the match. Right. I mean, one of their chasers is good. They've okay. got they've got a decent chaser situation. I mean, is it the best? No, um, but mediocre down the road. All right, next matchup, we have the Pittsburgh Wasp and the New York Champs. I have a feeling I know where you're going to go with this one. Uh, you know where my heart lies. It's with the Pittsburgh Wasp. I love the Pittsburgh Wasp so much. I, it's just, they're too good. They're too good. I love them. All right. What about them are you saying is too good okay. quote unquote too good maybe they have an average goalie they got an average goal they have an average like chaser offense right. all right what what are they gonna do their seeker ireland gonna come in clutch gonna <laughs> prove himself to be who he is they've got a decent situation in beater as well uh i don't know i just i like them you know that i'm a fan of pittsburgh i've always have been always will be a fan of pittsburgh and so it may be a little biased, but I think that coming out week one, they always come out strong. Ireland's going to come out strong. No rust. It's going to be Pittsburgh. All right. Well, I didn't have a strong opinion about this match, but just so I can go against you, I'm actually yeah. going to pick New York. That so tracks. That tracks. I, I'm going to pick New York. I really didn't care about 30 seconds ago. I didn't have a strong take, but I think New York is going to absolutely destroy Pittsburgh. All right. That's my heart gut feeling. Give me your best prediction for the score of this game. Ooh, the score of this game. I think this will be 85 mm. to 150 wow. New York. Oh, you think it's going to be a pretty big... I think it's going to be a win whether or not New York caught the snitch. Wow. Incredible. Yes. All right. But that they're is, also going to catch the snitch, so it doesn't matter. That's bold. All right. That's bold. Next one. Next one is going to be the Tennessee Thunderbirds mm-hmm. versus the Charlotte Tridents. So I've never been like, ooh, a Charlotte fan, but 
This team looks incredible. Most improved on the offseason, maybe? Perhaps? I, oh, yes. They have got a squad. They got their... I wouldn't say that the most refined squad, mm -hmm. but most even squad, I think that they have a really, really good foundation for what their team is right now. All right. You say the word foundation like, ooh, we have just a like just a rough and tumble. No. This is like this is an all-star squad right here. Plus, they have an all-star coach who is absolutely coming in here and changing how Quidditch is played here in the American League. The coach is definitely a, a factor to play in this. I just don't think that they have any uh, superstars in any of the Wait, categories. You don't think they have any superstars? None at all. I think that the chaser room is decent. The goalie situation, the keepers, they're they're all right. But I, I do got to hand it to you. The, the coaching situation there, incredible. I think that their no. coaching scheme is going to be really good. Okay, Craxton Murray, okay. chaser. Mm-hmm. For the Tridents. Okay. Absolute star. We have not given him nearly enough shout out on the show. And I deeply. Because he plays for Charlotte that, you know, he kind of gets brushed under the road. <sighs> Maybe. All right. I'm sorry, Craxton. <laughs> We're going to be talking about you a lot this year. Oren Matthews, the keeper. I think Fiona Sealight, she is going to absolutely destroy as the chaser. Like, we that that's a squad i mean they couldn't have a better matchup against tennessee tennessee is looking a little slumpy right now yeah i mean uh, so i, I thought tennessee was going to have a great squad right and everything i have seen preseason has Ooh. not proven me correct their camp has been a little rough but yeah. i mean they might put it together we, we never know but i think that charlotte's going to definitely uh, benefit off of that for All week right. one last matchup we have boston basilisk versus mm. the phoenix phoenix excuse me frost Ooh. Who do you have? Oh, man. This one, this one's going to be a battle. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be in the trenches. Hard fought. Yeah, this is going to be a tough match. I think it's going to be a great offense with Boston versus a great defense with Phoenix. All right. So let's do this. On the count of three, let's say our prediction. Okay. All right. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Boston. Phoenix. Oh, of course. Okay. Oh, of course. All right. <laughs> Look. I might be predicting based off of whose name I like better in this matchup. Uh, the Basilisk, you can't, you can't beat their, their... Wait, are you cheering for the mascot? Yeah, I mean, when is this close of a matchup? You gotta have to pick something. Uh, their colors, their mascot... This is superb sports analytics, my friends. He Look, is... They are such an even matchup. This one is just... It's razor thin. And so I just got to, I got to give it to something. And so I got to give it to Boston for this matchup because I don't know, both these teams are incredible. Uh, and since I just like Boston's uh, theme more, I'm going to go with Boston. You hear, you, hey. <laughs> I can't take this seriously. You heard it here, folks. He chose based on the mascot. Yep. I, that, look, oh, I love razor it. Razor thin margins on this game it's 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 gonna be one of the most fun ones to watch this week i yep. think it's gonna be incredible from start to finish mm -hmm. i mean if we can entertise we would but it's 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 so thin no nope. okay i can't pick so you know i think i think phoenix is going to win the regular season this year like yeah. i think they're gonna come out strong and they're they're gonna play great so i think this is the first 
of a line of wins that's going to set them up for an amazing season. I know that there's they're still working some kinks out in the offseason for the offense, but let's let's be real. Like Dakota, Beckett, both of them are amazing beaters. They're absolute they're going to do some work. They're gonna keep the um quaffle from getting into the hoops. Yep. They're gonna be great. They're they're great players. I mean, I have Boston as my number two to win this uh season. Uh, but I mean, I also didn't choose based off of that on the last matchup. I said Tennessee was going to win. Uh, they're looking rough. I still went out on a limb on them last week, but Hey, anything can happen. I think that Boston's going to have this one. Um, I think this might be the only loss that Phoenix has, but it's coming against a good squad. That's fair. And in all fairness to you, I know you were picking Tennessee, but their training camp this last week, it it proved a lot. Yeah. That was not what we expected them to come out and do. No. And they got a lot to prove. Let's just say there was no magic at that training camp. Yeah, they, they've got a lot to prove. Um, uh, I'm regretting it. If I could go back and uh, stupefy everybody who listened to the episode last week. To, we do not stupefy our audience. We do not say that. If I make a bad enough call and decision, uh, maybe like making a decision based off of a logo, we might have to. I don't know. Um is the that how you is, pick Tennessee also is based on their logo? No, definitely not. Um, maybe. Uh, you'll never know. Uh, but, you know, they'll never know if we just, you know, cast a little, little spell there. You know, it's fine. And this is why we get howlers. So those are our predictions going into the first week of the season. We want to hear from you. What are your matchups that you are looking forward to most? Who are you predicting to win in these matchups? We want to hear it all. But we do have a request. Stop sending us howlers. We get it. Elijah has bad takes. (laughs) Actually, I think two of them this week were because of me. I'm not going to lie. Some of the stuff that I said about... um, You've got to get the rating somehow, you know? Something, yeah. I guess I said some crazy stuff. In fact, like, here, we we did get some letters that we actually can read out on the air. Katie from Colorado, she's asking, where is the love for the Colorado Yetis? Exactly where the Colorado Yetis cup wins are absolutely nowhere uh so yeah i mean hey look they did make the playoffs last year ezra mendoza had a breakout sophomore season uh was a nominee for the jabbernick reward which is obviously the one that goes to the number one chaser in the league so i mean colorado yeti i just i'm never wowed by them every single season but they're always right there in the mix so katie you're completely right colorado yeti they're gonna be in the mix again this year uh We'll see if they can produce something. Uh, they might get some more airtime this year. We will wait and see. Also, we got a letter from Mr. Clyborne from Louisiana. Now, Mr. Clyborne had a pretty hot take. So he said that Cassidy Jenkins, the seeker, is setting the pace, setting the pace, I read again, for the Lances and will be the leadership in that locker room and on the pitch to make them a playoff team. Elijah. What are you thinking about that? Oh man, that is a that is a take that I wouldn't even make. Uh, look, no hate to the Louisiana Lances, but first of all, Cassie Jenkins, she has been the captain for the last two years, and they haven't made the playoffs in the last three years. All right, and they also just recently moved their keeper to beater. That so is like, not a good sign. Uh, yeah, that is a bad sign. If you are new to Quidditch. Whenever you move a keeper to beater, that means you don't know where to put them and you don't trust them between the goals. Now, 
it may be for the better because they did get a good goalie in exchange and their goalie wasn't doing much anyway. So, hey, um, it's just, uh, it's, that's a take. That's a take that's really tough to get behind, but most of my takes are. So, Mr. Clyborne, look, if you're right in this, you're going to be able to come on the show. I've, I'll have an open seat uh, in front of me. Uh, that way you can be the, our newest commentator. Uh, I will get rid of Austin for you. Whoa. So, <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, okay. How? Wait, instead, instead, okay. instead. What if, if you're right, and let's just say, let's just say Louisiana makes the playoffs. Okay. Okay. Mr. Clyborne, for you, I will wear some Louisiana robes to some event. I haven't decided what event. We'll figure out what's coming up, but I will wear Louisiana robes to that event. How's that sound? I like the sound of that. All right. Yeah. I love how I am taking all the risk and you're trying to offer up my seat. Yeah. I mean, as it should be. And hey, how about this? How about this? I'll personally buy Mr. Claiborne a Louisiana Lance's jersey with his name on it. Oh, okay. That's that's actually pretty good. All right, so Mr. Clyborne, send us that information so that way we can uh, be sure to connect with you. Well, hey, everyone. It has been so much fun talking about the new upcoming season of the American Quidditch League. It's going to be a fun one. Elijah, as always, a joy. Again, I am Austin Alfrey. And I'm Elijah Thomas. And until next time, stay magical. Hey, we still don't have a catchphrase. Today.